0: Do you have a true story you want to send my way? Go to AsTheRavenDreams.com slash submit, or check the links down below, and of course, thank you. My apologies that this is long, but I don't know how to shorten it. This last week has been... odd. But this morning... It literally felt like I was repeating last Saturday morning. Last Friday, I went to a concert and dinner with friends. I was the one who bought all the tickets. I wore a brand new pair of white jeans. They're my only pair of white slash light colored pants, and I'd never worn them before. After dinner, one of my friends gave me $100 in cash, five twenties. dollars to pay me back for her and her boyfriend's ticket everyone else just venmoed me i have a bookcase style headboard and when i got home i put the money between my watch stand and the side of the headboard so i would remember to take it to the bank when i pulled my jeans off i realized that there was a stain on the back right thigh my roommate spends summer weekends with family so I walked the jeans straight to the kitchen where the laundry area is, treated the stains, and left the jeans on top of the washer. Saturday morning, I got up and sorted my laundry into two baskets so I could get started. I did whites first. From my room, I brought a set of sheets, some underthings, and three light-colored tops. I checked the jeans and the stain remover seemed to be working. I put all the whites, including the jeans, in the wash, and then I cleaned the kitchen and started meal prepping for the week. When the washing machine stopped, I transferred the load and checked the jeans because if the stain wasn't out, I didn't want it to set in the dryer. The stain was gone, so into the dryer they went. I kept meal prepping, and then I started straightening up the den. The only thing that divides the den from the kitchen is a counter. It's really one big room. The only time I walked away from the kitchen slash den area was to run back to my room to grab the laundry basket with the dark clothes so that I could start that load. The dryer went off and I folded the whites. But the jeans weren't there. I feel like I'm having a stroke at this point. I can't find them anywhere. I've recently lost a lot of weight, so I don't have many clothes. The white jeans and a few things that were mailed with them were the last of the new clothes that I had ordered to arrive, by a few weeks. Before they arrived, I had packed and given away the things that no longer fit. I searched the entire house, except my roommate's room, to be fair, and they aren't anywhere. Again, I don't have many clothes... And when I'm looking, 98% of the clothes that I do have are in either the washing machine or folded on top of the dryer. It unnerves me enough that I text my BFF about it, because where could the jeans have gone? I was in a locked house, by myself. Those jeans were in the dryer until the moment they just... weren't. Later that day, I see my parents and I tell my mom about it. That night, I get home, I take off a necklace that I wear every day. It's very precious to me because it's made from a piece of my late grandfather's jewelry. I have a vintage jewelry box. It's the kind that the top opens outwards upwards. The bottom is made up of several drawers, and I've collected vintage costume jewelry since I was a kid, and back when I had to dress professionally, I wore quite a bit. Now... I wear the same few pieces, and they all live in the top left drawer. On top of the jewelry box is an acrylic organizer that holds my makeup and morning skincare items, along with a glass jar that holds my mascara and makeup stuff. The stuff means that you can't open the top of the jewelry box. The rest of my dresser is covered in books. Sunday morning, my necklace isn't in the drawer. It isn't in any of the drawers. I move all the books, thinking I must have just dropped it on the dresser. Nope. I manhandle my large, heavy dresser to see if the necklace is behind it. I honestly feel like I'm going crazy. But no. This makes the glass jar fall, so I moved the acrylic organizer as well, and then decided to open the top of the jewelry box. You have to twist the handle open to make the top of the jewelry box open. There sits my necklace. I'm so freaked out. I probably haven't opened the top of the jewelry box since I went to a wedding in January of 2020 and wore a vintage necklace. From the amount of dust under the organizer, it was clear it had been a minute since I took off the jewelry box and dusted underneath it. Not only that, but I never left my room/bathroom after I took my necklace off on Saturday night. I took it off, got in the shower, and went to bed. My bed is right next to the door. Anyone who walked into my room would pass by my head, and then, how would they move everything from the top of the jewelry box without waking me up? The rest of the dresser, it was covered in uneven stacks of books. Plus, the alarm didn't show that anyone entered the house after I set the alarm when I got home on Saturday evening. I never found my jeans. My roommate even looked when they got home, but they weren't in their room either, and how could they have been? So yesterday, Friday, I finally had the time to take the money my friend gave me to the bank. Every morning when I would get my watch from the stand, I would see it. My roommate left Friday morning to spend the weekend at the lake. Last night I came home with groceries and set the bags on top of the washer and dryer to put away. This morning when I got up and put my watch on, and there were 520s tucked between the stand and the headboard. I legitimately felt like I was having a stroke. I checked my banking app, because I thought maybe I had planned to deposit them, but didn't actually do it, although I remember talking to the teller about how happy we were this weekend, that it wouldn't be as hot as last weekend. I had deposited $100 cash yesterday at 9.05, I dug in my purse, and I found the receipt. I never have cash, other than the $40 in emergency money that I keep in my wallet. The $40 is still there, so where did these other 520s come from? I walked into the kitchen this morning, and my white jeans were on the washing machine, just like I left them last Friday night. There's still a stain on the back right thigh. That area is lightly damp like it had been recently sprayed with a stain remover. I completely freaked out. I checked my watch to make sure it was actually August and not still the end of July. I looked at my pictures from the week to confirm that the week actually happened. I have no explanation, except that somehow my jeans and the money reverted back to where they were last Saturday morning. I'm terrified that my necklace is going to disappear again when I go to bed tonight, And just for some more info, my roommate left the house before I did on Friday morning. According to the Alarm app, no one entered the house from the time I set the alarm when I left at 8.45am Friday until I returned at 7.30pm. No one entered the house after I turned the alarm back on at 7.58pm last night. Hello, all. I've been reading the post in the sub for a few days, and I finally feel comfortable enough to share my experience. Everyone here seems so nice, so here we go. I used to live in Florida, in New Tampa. It was the suburb section right outside of the university area. I lived with a friend of mine, and one day I borrowed her truck to go to 7-Eleven right by her house to get a sugar-free Red Bull. So, I pull up to the 7-Eleven, that's about two minutes away from her house, the one that I always go to. I go inside, grabbed my Red Bull, and got in line. It felt like it had taken forever, which I never mind. I always fill the wait time with a little reading. Usually, but this time I felt like I was standing in that line for so long that my feet actually started to hurt. It was kind of weird. The second I was about to put my drink down and leave, it was my turn to pay. And finally, I was out the door. Here's where the weird part comes in. There is another 7-Eleven about 8 minutes away from my friend's house, and that is the 7-Eleven that I walked out of. I opened the door, walking out as I was still looking at my phone. I looked up, I was at the 7-Eleven that was 8 minutes away from my friend's house. But, I had just gone in to the 7-Eleven that was 2 minutes away from her house. I wasn't drunk. I don't even drink. No drugs. I wasn't overly tired or sick. It was real. I somehow walked into one 7-Eleven, and walked out of a different 7-Eleven. So, I called my friend and tell her something just happened, and she started yelling at me. Where have you been? I've been worried sick. I'm just like, what? I felt like I was only gone for a few minutes, and not even long enough to go all the way to that other Seven Eleven. I knew the line was kind of long, and it took a minute to get through, but I felt like it didn't take any longer than that. I hadn't gotten around to telling her that I felt like I went to one 7-Eleven and came out of another one, and she tells me I've been gone for a couple of hours. So, I told her I would talk to her when I got back to her house. I caught in her truck, I back out of the parking spot, put the truck in drive to pull away, and when I looked up, I was pulling away from the 7-Eleven that was two minutes from her house. So, from there... I did not look down or away from the road at all. I sped back to her house, and when I got back to her house, I called her from the driveway and told her I was there. And she said, No, you're not. I'm outside waiting for you. I was in the same parking spot that I always use. Nothing changed. It was the same thing I did almost every single day. At this point... I started to panic a little bit, so I pulled the truck out, put it in drive, drove around the apartment complex, and back to her house. I went a different way, which ended in my friend's driveway, and she was out there with my kids and her kids. Asked how long they'd been out there? She said for about an hour. I went inside, and I looked through my Google Maps activity, and it showed that I had driven 31 miles away, and then back but I never stopped for the Red Bull, according to my Google Maps. I was sitting there, drinking it. My mileage and my gas tank said otherwise. A couple of weeks later, I got a vehicle, and I decided to move in with my now husband, and I've never had that problem again. My friend won't even let me talk about it. It horrified her. (laughs) I think I'm just chalking it up to an unexplained scientific thing. I only realized recently that a bizarre story from my childhood could be a glitch in the Matrix story. It happened when I was in primary school, that's under 11 years old for any non-Brits out there, so I was young but not young enough that this could just be completely disregarded as a child's poor memory, simply because my memory includes being completely confused, even in the moment. When I was younger, my mom worked the closing shift almost exclusively, so she was gone in the evenings and didn't return home until the early hours of the morning. She would usually have a key so that she was able to get into the house as most people do, but she had lost it on this day, and couldn't get another key cut until the following morning. This meant that my dad had to leave the door unlocked overnight for her. I don't know why she couldn't have taken my dad's key with her, and just lock us in the house, but I've asked them since about this, and they said something about fire safety. I overheard this conversation between them, and I absolutely despised the idea. I worry a lot, and I always have. To this day, I hate being in an unlocked house late at night. Mustn't die to this experience, so I endeavored to stay up until my mom got home, in a desperate attempt to make sure that the whole family wasn't murdered because the door was unlocked. I went to bed at 6, early to ensure that I could get a little sleep, at least before waking up to my 2230 alarm. I listened to my dad come upstairs and go to bed himself at 2300, and then I took a book and my Nintendo DS to the top of the stairs, ready to spend the next two hours there until my mom got home and the door could be locked. I sat there reading and playing various games until my mom came home, Then, I quickly went to bed before she caught me, up way past my bedtime, but she didn't come upstairs. Instead, I heard her shouting my dad's name. My dad woke up and went downstairs. Our house had been burgled, valuables lost, and drawers had been ransacked. It was a mess, but I didn't see or hear it happening. Nothing at all. I was at the top of those stairs for three and a half hours, and nothing happened. I didn't fall asleep. The amount of pages of the book that I read and the charge I lost on my DS can attest for that. So how did I completely miss what we later found out was two teenage boys coming into our home and taking our things? And, even if I did fall asleep, how didn't I wake up? I'm a notoriously light sleeper, and I always have been. Also, I never left the top of the stairs, which would have been entirely visible to the burglars. Are you telling me that two teenagers saw a child sitting at the top of the stairs and just carried on? They didn't get worried that I would wake up and go get my dad or something? I honestly cannot explain it. Every evening, I go for a two-hour walk around my neighborhood, and last week, something really weird happened during it. I left later than I usually do, around 8.30, but it's a pretty safe suburb, and I wasn't worried about it being too dark or anything. Anyways, I'm enjoying my walk, but at this point, it's like 9.15 and pretty dark. I'm walking on a sidewalk that is right beside people's backyard fences. It was super quiet, and then suddenly this dog barks super freaking loud and viciously right beside me. I jumped and just about crapped my pants, but I realize that it's just coming from inside the fenced-off backyard beside me. It was a chain-link fence, but it was too dark to actually see the dog, so... All I heard were its barks following me along the fence as I kept walking. I laughed a little to myself about how much it had frightened me, but then we get to the end of the person's backyard, and there was a gate that was slightly shorter. It all happened really fast, but the dog, who was barking at me like it wanted me dead, just jumps on this gate snarling and biting at me. It had the front half of its body over the gate, and it was kicking its back legs trying to get fully over. I screamed, and I started running, because it was a big, aggressive dog that could definitely maul me. I look behind me, and I see it got fully over the fence, jumping and falling over a little onto the sidewalk. It got up and started barking, and running after me really fast. I turned to the front again and speed up, even though I'm sure this dog could outrun me. I hear its barking closing in on me within a few seconds, and when I could have swore it was right behind me, I screamed at the top of my lungs, No, please. I don't know why I said it. I was panicking, and I thought I was about to be mauled. Literally the second after I screamed, No, please, the barking comes to a stop, and it was just completely quiet again. I looked behind me, I was still running, <laughs> and to my amazement, there was no dog. I stopped running and just stare behind me for like 30 seconds, and there's literally no dog. There was no barking, no signs of the dog walking away or trying to get back into its backyard, just nothing. I genuinely have no idea what happened that night- but all I know is that dog definitely got over the fence, and I for sure heard its barking from right behind me, so I honestly believe it was a glitch. I'm visiting my parents with my 17-year-old son, and I don't have my coffee maker with me, so... When I got off of work on Monday, I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts and got a medium cold brew coffee, no ice. I sipped about one fifth of the cup, and when I got to my parents' house, I put some ice in the coffee to top it off. Then, we watched some Netflix for a while, and around 12 a.m., I put the coffee in the refrigerator and pulled my water bottle out. The coffee was still almost full and I wanted to save it for the morning. I have Tuesdays off. I woke up the next day, ran some errands, and when I got home, the plan was to drink the coffee, and write in my journal. When I went to the fridge, the coffee wasn't where I placed it. So I looked in the fridge door shelves, looked behind everything thinking it was moved, and nothing. I then asked my dad, and he had no idea. He hadn't even been to the fridge yet. I asked my son, but he hadn't even left his room yet. He was still on the Xbox. Lastly, I was sure that maybe my mom had pitched it in the trash thinking it was no good. She hadn't even seen it. So, I looked in the garbage, and... Nothing. I dug through it thinking maybe she had a lapse in memory and threw it out and didn't remember. But... There was no trace. Then I checked the outside bin. We got to the point of searching the whole house, every room, as well as the bathroom. Even my parents were helping me look everywhere for this rogue coffee. We were perplexed that it was legit gone, and we couldn't explain it. I told my mom it must be a glitch in the matrix, and then explained the reference to her. I've never had anything like this happen before. And before you go start asking questions, my mom only drinks tea, no coffee. I've begged my son to try coffee, and he hates it. And my dad has only one cup a day, and it has to be hot. This was a cold brew, and he thinks iced coffee is gross, so no. I don't think anyone drank the coffee. It was 12am midnight, when I put it in the fridge, and everyone was getting ready for bed. So... This is a serious mystery. Has anyone had a situation where you've literally seen someone in your house? Or where you were somewhere outside of your peripheral vision? Well, anyway, I know I'm not crazy, and I keep seeing someone walk by in my hallway... Yesterday afternoon my mom was at our apartment and when she's around she loves to do laundry and clean up because she thinks that my boyfriend and I don't do it well. We have a large apartment that's one floor almost 2000 square feet and we have a super long hallway. It's 20 style so the apartment is one large living space with a long hallway with our three bedroom and three bathroom and rain room off in different doors down the hall. In the hallway, between the first two bedrooms and across from my bathroom, we have a laundry room. My mom went out to get groceries yesterday to make something. I was in the bathroom with the door open, just washing my face. As I came up from the sink to open my eyes and get my towel to dry my face... I hear the laundry door open and see someone walk out of the laundry room outside the corner of my eye. I didn't think anything of it because I thought my mom was home, and I thought she was the one going in and out of the laundry room loading the machine and folding. When I came out of the bathroom, I went up to the kitchen to make a snack, only to see my mom come in the front door. I said, Wow. Did you go out the back door that quick and run around? She said, No, I left a couple of hours ago while you were in the shower. She'd been gone from the house for hours. The whole time I thought she was just at the end of the hallway in the guest room with her door closed and doing laundry in the guest room. As she walked back to her guest room, past the laundry room and bathrooms, she told me to close the laundry room door, because it goes out into the narrow hallway and gets in the way and to close the machine. There was no one there, obviously, but I know what I saw. Has something like this ever happened to you? I know my place isn't haunted or anything, it's an old building, but by no means is there a creepy feel or anything like that. Although, we're in the middle of a residential block with old homes." So that was this week's Glitch in the Matrix collection, and I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please do hit that thumbs up button, leave me a comment letting me know which story was your personal favorites, or not your choice, or if you're new to the channel, consider hitting that subscribe button. That was kind of a weird way to say that, but I will also say that if you want to support the channel further, for as little as $1 a month, you can become a channel member or patron. They all come with early access... And they all come with extra things sometimes. Um, special stuff. We'll see you whenever we get there. Check it out by hitting the join button down below or go to patreon.com slash Dreams, and you can get some more information, either one of those. Again, as little as a dollar a month, early access, and it supports the channel. So, completely up to you. Always optional and always appreciated. And that said, let's move forward with the word of the week. Last week's word of the week was faded. And several of you responded. The screen, at this point in time, should show you the lovely responses I got. A huge thank you to everyone who commented with the word faded. And this week, we're going to move forward with the word grind. G-R-I-N-D. It means to crush or break something into very small pieces. Um, It could also mean to reduce to powder or small fragments by friction, or... To oppress, harass, weaken, or destroy gradually, or to press together with a r- rotating motion. You, you guys know the definition of grind. Please feel free to use either the essential meaning, which is to crush or break, or the um, other meaning, the oppressive or harassive. Uh, harassive? That's not a word. Uh, to weaken or gradually destroy, such as what grinds your gears kind of thing. So, Anyways, there's that. I hope you all have a great week. I will see you on the next video, and until then, my lovely friends, sleep well.